0: Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode number 156, and we are in a series right now in the book of Galatians. Today, we come to the text in Galatians 4, verses 21 through the end of the chapter, verse 31. This is the story of Abraham and Hagar and Sarah. This references back to Genesis chapter 16 and following into chapter 21. You can go and read that story to get updated, but Paul gives this example to the church of Galatia to drive home again this purpose of we are not saved by the law. The law doesn't justify us. He continues to press in on this truth that the law cannot save us. So he does something here that he doesn't do in any of his other writings. This is very interesting to me. This is one of the reasons I wanted to do this series on Galatians because of what Paul does here. He does it nowhere else in his writings. In fact, nowhere else in the scripture do we even see this happen. This is a story that he references and he interprets it allegorically, meaning that he says, we can take this story and look at this and see the meanings behind what actually happened. It's a lot of storytelling. It's a lot of this means this, this means this. If you need a good reference point for that, a great book is the Pilgrim's Progress by John Bunyan, it is story after story after story that means something deeper than just what's happening. That's what Paul does here. Now this doesn't give us the liberty to go around and try to interpret everything allegorically through the scripture. That Paul doesn't do this much. He does it for this reason and I believe it's for the Galatians to understand. Listen, You've attached yourself to the law again with all of these false teachers, so let's break this down and explain it in a way that you can understand so that you know the true meaning behind the law and grace. So with that little bit of understanding, let's look in Galatians 4, verse 21 through 31. I'm not gonna read all of these verses to you today, but I encourage you to go and read it, check it out. Just wanna read a little bit and kinda give you some explanation as to what it means. Galatians 4, 21 says this, tell me, You who desire to be under the law, do you not listen to the law? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by a slave woman and one by a free woman. But the son of the slave was born according to the flesh, while the son of the free woman was born through promise. Then he says in verse 24 Now this may be interpreted allegorically. These two women are two covenants. One is from Mount Sinai, bearing children for slavery. She is Hagar. Now Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia. She corresponds to the present Jerusalem, for she is in slavery with her children. But the Jerusalem above is free, and she is our mother. For it is written, Rejoice, O barren one who does not bear. Break forth and cry aloud, You who are not in labor. For the children of the desolate will be more than those of the one who has a husband. Now you, brothers, like Isaac, are children of the promise. So as he goes on, he continues to explain this allegorically. There's a couple things I want to note this morning just so that we can understand where he's coming from. First off, he gives us these two stories. There is Abraham and Hagar and Abraham and Sarah. We know the story that was referenced back in Genesis 16. Sarah was too old to have children. God said, I promise you, Abraham, you are going to have a child. You're going to have a son, and he's going to And I'm going to bless him and his descendants are going to outnumber the stars. He says, you are going to have a son. Now, Sarah says, well, that can't be with me because I'm too old. So she says, go and lay with Hagar, our slave woman in our home. Go and lay with her and produce a son. Maybe that's the way God wants to do this because that makes sense in our heads. Abraham acted in the flesh to produce Ishmael through Hagar. The birth of Ishmael involved nothing of faith. Do you realize that? Ishmael being born was strictly an act of the flesh. Nothing supernatural happened. Ishmael was produced in the energy of the flesh. Anyone can produce an Ishmael. In fact, one commentator makes a statement that says anyone can produce an Ishmael. Our churches are full of them. People that are not born in faith, but born in the flesh. Anyone can produce Ishmael because there's no faith involved. Now we know the birth of Isaac, however, very, very different. Isaac was born to Sarah. Sarah was beyond childbearing years. We know that it is total faith that that happened. It was supernatural, it was a miracle. How was Isaac born? By faith. So he explains to the Galatians, how are we born? By faith, not by flesh, not by works. He is corresponding Hagar with the law. Because Hagar was a slave woman, she was not free. It took energy to produce the son Ishmael. We can work to produce an Ishmael. Sarah, however, was of another covenant. She was a free woman, and God produced a child by faith in her. It was not based on performance with Sarah. So what was it based on? It was based on a promise. It was based on God being God. He continues to press into the Galatian people You cannot free yourself. Works will not produce faith. Now, faith can be exemplified through what we do, but faith is trusting that God is in control and that he will do what only he can do. He continues this letter to the Galatian church, reminding them of this. Works didn't save you. You following the law didn't get you closer to God. You, under the law, realized how far away you were from God. He finishes up this paragraph in Galatians 4 with verse number 31, and it says this, So brothers, we are not children of the slave, but of the free woman. Saying it's not based on your performance. It's based on the promise of God. It's not based on energy and flesh. It's based on faith. It's based on trust. That's what our relationship with God is based on. I love how Paul does this. It's so unique. As I said, you don't see him doing this anywhere else in the scripture. So the fact that he did it here to the Galatians helps drive this point home, trying his best to help them understand those Judaizers that have come in, those false teachers that have come in and are trying to tell you how to live your life to obey the law so that you'll be in right standing with God. They are so far gone. They are so wrong in everything they're doing. Let me give you an example even from the time of the law, from the time of Abraham, the father of our faith. Let's look at this story and let's explain who you are in the story. I'm excited to look into chapter number five tomorrow, but today know this, to be a believer in Jesus, you have to be born of faith. Your trust and your belief in Jesus is all that truly matters.